Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show, where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Right now, we have Jennifer Urezio with us today. How are you, Jennifer? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, it's my pleasure and honor. Yeah, so I'm so curious. What is the story of how soul language came to be and how you got to where you are today? Um, I, I was asking some really big questions, and I was really cranky. I was really angry. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, universe, I know what my life purpose is, powerful healer and teacher in the mm-hmm. spotlight of service. Great. What the heck do I do with that? And where are my people? Because I'm mad. And I went to a conference uh, and spoke about essential oils and life purpose. And I got down off the platform and people were lined up to talk to me. And I was like, okay, why? <laughs> um, and this woman went, went we are going to be very good friends. And I went, yeah, totally get that. And my inside voice went like, why her? And, mm-hmm. and why not this other woman across the way that looks nice, but I really don't care if I ever see her again. What is that? Okay. And what I, what I heard was, oh, that's soul language. And I went, okay. <laughs> and I just kept asking questions and really mm-hmm. received that information from the divine universe tree, Bob, God, cupcake, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And before long, I had a paradigm of putting tangibility to soul. And I went back to that woman and I identified her soul languages. Mm-hmm. We had a language in common. And so of course we recognized each other. Of course we got each other. Mm-hmm. And then that's the kind of short road. It's really bumpier than that. And then I started identifying people. And I identified this woman who knew nothing about soul language, Mm -hmm. knew nothing about the three categories, nothing about the 107 core energies of soul. And I said, okay, so one of your soul languages is partner. How does that resonate with you? Mm -hmm. She said, before I got on the phone, I asked myself if Jennifer asked me what my soul language would be, what would it be? And she goes, and I wrote down the word partner. Mm-hmm. And Gabby, I burst out hysterically crying. And for a warrior, that's kind of like the earth shaking. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh my God, are you okay? I was like, yeah, you just told me I'm not crazy. So now we've identified close to 6,000 people. Mm-hmm. And we're up to training our 38th practitioner. Mm-hmm. And we can not only identify our personal soul, but we can identify the energy of a business. Mm. And we hear the same thing time and time again. Oh my God, you just put words to what I know deep downside. Whether people have been on the path for a moment or for years. And when you have the words to put tangibility to something that's so intangible, Mm -hmm. you can connect with it so deep, deeply. You can receive clear guidance. So I'm kind of happy where I am. That's good. We love that to be the ending of it (laughs) for now that you're happy where you're at. And so how does that make people, I guess, feel? Because I feel like, you know, we do think we have a soul, you know, there's love languages and everything like that. How does that make people feel that you approach that usually aren't into that sort of realm, I guess, and that sort of education? How, how is that for them? I think it's when people have words, no matter what, what you want to label it, if you want to label it your essential nature, your soul, mm-hmm. your inner wisdom, your knowing, 
uh, what you feel, it doesn't really matter. When people have a definition mm-hmm. to a feeling or a kind of an instinct inwards, mm-hmm. it allows them to accept it on a profound nature. Mm-hmm. It allows them to stop operating from pain, struggle, programming to acting with their instinct, their knowing, their gut. And even the most rational mind wants that. So Mm -hmm. uh, it's always a profound like, whoa, moment for anyone. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. And it's like, because like you said, it's it's there. We hear it. We know it. But it's so it's that help, I guess, to bring it out. And like you said, put a description to it because we're so used to we have to have a definition to things. We have to have it make sense. And I can only imagine that for people when you're able to do so, it, it's pretty much impossible to deny it and the effects of it. Yeah. I think it allows people to go, wait. So what I knew when I was seven sitting in my bedroom Mm-hmm. thinking my big thoughts is actually true. Mm-hmm. And what I've been told by my fifth grade teacher is a lie. Right. I think for highly evolved creative leaders, it allows them to, to accept more of their knowing in a more profound way and mm-hmm. stop justifying them. Stop having to explain it even a little. I also think it helps people, even so many successful people still go through the imposter syndrome. Yes. So I think it helps mm-hmm. them let that go as well. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. I had almonds before I got on the phone. Mm-hmm. Not the best choice, everyone. No. <laughs> I, I love almonds, but they don't love me. Right. <laughs> no problem. No problem. And so what are some of the obstacles then that you see your peers struggling with when it comes to energy management? And of course, with just those soul ties, that soul language. I think they start, they really struggle with... Um, I like think a highly conscious business leaders mm-hmm. tend to be very fast paced. Mm-hmm. And I think they struggle with the slowing down and listening. Right. <clears throat> I think they struggle with really taking the time to engage in their life for themselves. Mm-hmm. I think they're so used to making such a big difference that they forget that they're part of that giving and receiving circle. You know, mm-hmm. they want to be of service, they want to be of service, they want to be of service, and they forget that they're part of the service agreement. And listening to your soul allows that to happen more. It allows you to be included in those agreements. Mm-hmm. It also allows you to take even just for a second, a, a longer to hear and be present. It also allows you to accept your the, the bigger visions. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the soul is always going to give you that master plan and visionaries and business leaders are so used to seeing that master plan Mm -hmm. that they can forget that there's an even bigger one. Mm -hmm. And it allows them to, you know, the soul is always going more, more, more. Mm -hmm. And I think humans misinterpret that as not enough, not enough. Mm -hmm. But when we listen to your, our souls, it allows us to go, Oh my God, we, it's okay to have more. It's okay to, to, be bigger and be better and mm-hmm. push ourselves. And it's also, ta- it's also important to take the time for stillness and to, to be centered. It allows us to be better without having to be work harder at it. Right. And so how do you yourself then, you know, keep yourself at that high performance as someone who's pretty in touch with themselves and they like said, listening to your soul and everything, how do you keep yourself in that high flow and performance? 
I do things that put me out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and have to and smack my limiting beliefs in my face. Mm. And sometimes it's conscious and sometimes it's not. Meaning okay. sometimes well, literally meaning sometimes it's deliberate. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's not. So my latest biggest evolutionary kind of jump was my mom had a house fire in July during wow. a pandemic, by the way. And it has evolved our family. It has evolved me. It has put me um, having to say and do more and be more compassionate and really like all of those things that I can kind of settle in and be Jennifer, soul language, spiritual director. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had to do differently, mm-hmm. right? Because it's your family. Right. And so that's a huge evolutionary jump. And I'm a firm believer in sacred practice. Okay. So I think whether it's dancing or doing a prayer or a coloring or, you know, having that kind of conversation with the divine, mm-hmm. I think sacred practice keeps all of the wheels humming mm-hmm. rather than having to do it when you're in trouble, when you're in the challenge. Right. And you're struggling now. You're trying to just stay afloat and you're not even connected into yourself. That's the hardest time to do it. And I think that's often when people try to do it the most. Mm -hmm. You do it on a regular basis. You connect on a regular basis. Then, you know, you have a new standard set point. Mm -hmm. So you're not, um, you're not trying to get my deep desire is Mm -hmm. always to be in the conscious of neutrality, which is all about trust where doors open. When you really understand that, that, a challenge is not because there's something wrong with you. Mm-hmm. So when you're at that level, it's easier to go up the scale than to go down the scale in consciousness. Right. So if I float down during a, a struggle, I know it's easier to, to get back to my set point mm-hmm. and then move forward. Where if I'm not, then it's harder to even get to neutrality. Thanks. I'm so far away. <laughs> and it's a traumatic experience on top of the circumstances. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so I want to go back to what you said the previous question when you were discussing about, you know, as far as the soul having a almost like a bigger purpose, the soul can do more. So do you believe like when we listen more to our soul, probably that inner instinct, is that our bigger purpose for what we're supposed to do versus just checks and balances in life? So <clears throat> you're getting on my favorite subject. So okay. I believe, you know, people are always searching for that purpose and that mission. Mm -hmm. And most people think that purpose and mission is about doing, and Mm -hmm. it's not. It's what you're profoundly here to be and experience. Mm -hmm. And when you accept that, the doing tends to fall into place really easily. Mm -hmm. So when you accept and listen to that purpose of being, yes, there's going to be bigger doing Mm -hmm. and with a lot less effort. I think we're all doing the same thing here. We're all reminding ourselves and others that we're whole and complete. Mm -hmm. It's how we do it and what spin we're putting on, whether we're creating a product or a service or, you know, we're a clerk in a store. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So it's really about settling in and really asking yourself, what is my purpose here, right here, right now? Mm -hmm. First for myself and then for the world. Mm -hmm. Because if you're going for the world first and not yourself, mm. you're not really changing anything. Right. And so you're going to try, you're trying to, to transform the world through force, not through power. 
Mm-hmm. And so for people who might feel that like they found their purpose, then based on what you said, like you said, it shouldn't take so much effort. And I feel like we have what we think is our purpose, but really it's driven by society and our conscious and everything. But really it's like, it shouldn't take too much effort. And like you said, the doing will come. It should be easy. No, actually it should be simple, not always easy. Got it. Okay. Like, okay. So my purpose is all about connection. I'm always going to bring bringing people back to connection. Mm -hmm. Sometimes connection for myself is not easy. Mm -hmm. Simple. But it's not easy because mm-hmm. I'm in my I'm in my pain or in my struggle. Right. Sometimes there are things that I have to do living my purpose that are I'm in resistance from. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's because I have a feeling of self-doubt, or maybe because I, you know, I don't want to put on makeup today. <laughs> maybe it's, you know, that as simple as that, or as complex as Oh no! Oh my God! I'm so I'm so afraid. This is something new. I don't know if I'm going to succeed. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are they're simple to get back to the truth. It's not always easy. I know when I'm feeling that way. All I have to do is connect. Mm-hmm. Everything goes away. But I, you know, there's resistance. Right. That's the and then there's learning in that resistance, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious, what is a discovery session with you? So, oh, I love discovery sessions because they're so fun. So <laughs> we, we identify one of your three core energies of soul. Okay. We do it through an energetic process. And um, then we do some transformational work. And I love them because I can see no matter if you've been on the path for a minute mm-hmm. or forever, I can, in my mind's eye, see the light bulb go off on people's mm-hmm. like, boom. Um, so today I did a discovery session and a woman was like, oh my God, I've been in therapy for 15 years and we just solved this in 15 seconds. When you allow the soul to do the heavy lifting, Mm -hmm. you can't outsmart yourself with your mind. And so what happens in a discovery session is you get an experience Mm -hmm. and a tangible tool that you can use, even if we never talk again, Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life to listen to your soul and to move from pain and struggle to consciousness which all that means is knowing that you're whole and complete mm-hmm. and acting from that place. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that, like I said, that sounds amazing because you could just have that session with you and then learn so much and just take it even if it's, there's nothing afterwards. Yeah. And I'll tell you a little secret. Okay. It's not really 15 minutes. It's more like 30. Okay. But you know, I mean, I've done them in 15 minutes, but I, I kind of like to go deep. So yeah, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a weather talking kind of girl. So we're going to get to a core. Yeah. That's kind of unearth that for you. Mm-hmm. So my, I'm of service. So mm-hmm. I know I'm going to be serve, served in any way, if not by that person, by another person. So I just want to make sure that that person is left with knowledge that they can actually use moving forward. Absolutely. And so for anyone who's interested in that or just any of your other services, where are the best places to go for our listeners for more information? soullanguage.us. Okay. And then all of my handles at social media is soul language. And get this, everyone. I pick up my own phone and I answer my own emails. So feel free to call me. Mm -hmm. And if you call me at four o'clock in the morning, I will answer. You'll get the high squeaky voice, but (laughs) I'm awake Um, and hello. But at soullanguage.us. Perfect. Well, I'm glad you have that personal touch too. And I'm sure that's important to you as far as dealing with souls. Like I'm going to pick up the phone. I'm going to be the one having the conversation with you. 
Definitely. I think it's really important. You know, I love what I do. So, uh, you know, there's, there's people that support me to do all the things I don't love to do in my business. <laughs> and, you know, I want to be present with the people that I support because I know that they're highly creative, highly intuitive, highly innovative, fast moving, you know, masters of service, leading the big charge of changing the world. And if they're like me, which they are, you know, they want, they want that personal attention because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's hard to let your hair down. It's hard to be vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the only way we're going to move forward and expand is by letting go of those things that don't serve you. And that takes vulnerability. It takes time. Well, Jennifer Rezio, this has been absolutely incredible. Thank you so much for everything that you have shared. And we really appreciate you coming on today. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag ConsciousBusinessLeader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review? Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. And while you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement. Thank you.